What's up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Tequila Time. It's Kristen, it's Monday, and it's time to record. So, let's start off with what we're drinking today because that's the best way to start it off. Um, White Zinfandel, it's Monday. We're being classy. We started our work week, so here we are. White Zinfandel, you can't get any better. Um, I hope everybody had a good weekend. Friday was National Tequila Day. You can bet your girl participated because she did. She went home first and took a nap because what's a Friday without a Friday nap? And then I went to Walmart and bought me some tequila drinks um, because I could not let National Tequila Day go without having some sort of tequila. So, I hope everyone else um, celebrated National Tequila Day. I know lots of restaurants had um, specials. We had a local restaurant that had $3 Patron shots that I did not know about until today. I'm hurt. That hurt me worse than any man has ever hurt me. Let me just tell you that. Um, another thing, I want to say this because my home state is still shutting down. If you were out this weekend and if you're going out the rest of this week to a restaurant to partake in whatever alcoholic beverage, non-alcoholic beverage, food, whatever you're going to do, y'all please wear your mask. I'm tired of saying this and I'm sure y'all are tired of hearing it. You want to go out? This summer has just flown by. We have not had festivals. We have not had concerts. We have not had legal barbecues. We've had barbecues, but have they been frowned upon? Sometimes. So, wear your mask. We need to defeat this coronavirus. Look, we're supposed to be the top-notch country in this world. We're getting our asses kicked, y'all. We are losing in the game of the world, and they even canceled the Olympics this year. So, I don't even know how we're losing in the world games when there aren't even world games. So, wear your mask. That's my PSA for this week. Nothing else really happened this weekend notable. Um, Regis Philbin died this weekend. You know, if you didn't spend your nights, your week, night, night, sitting there acting like you knew the answers to who wants to be a millionaire, what were you doing? Regis Philbin, he, he grew up with all of us. He was already older and dirt whenever we were growing up, but... What a world to live in where Regis Philbin is not here. Also, in other news today, July 27th, it was announced that Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner had their baby. I don't know about you guys, but Joe Jonas has been in my life for a really long time. I went to the pool this weekend and I had a Joe Jonas beach towel. I'm not ashamed to admit that. I've had that since I was in like seventh grade and I still love it. I've seen the Jonas Brothers in concert three times. I love them. And if I need to be that child's future stepmom, I will be. So I would just like to say congratulations to Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. I can't wait to raise this child together. Um, we don't know what the child is. There's hints that, I think they did announce it's a girl, but there's hints that her name's gonna be Willa. Um, congrats on Willa. 
Nick, Kevin has his kiddos. Joe has a kiddo now. Nick has his tequila. Villa won tequila. So we, we here on Tequila in Time do accept that as a child, 100%. I mean, I've carried around a bottle of tequila in the liquor store like it's a child. I've also carried around bottles of wine at a wedding before. And I don't know if you've noticed that I said we a couple of times while I started recording. And no, I'm not talking about Davy for once. I am actually here with one of my best friends and the mother of Davy's best friend, my friend Brianna. So before I let her come on here and start talking, I'm just going to give you a little bit of why she's here. First off, like I said, she's one of my best friends and I love her and I'm gonna have to be careful what I say about her because she will start crying while I'm recording this. And I wanted to bring her on because I'm literally at her house almost every single day. So why not record here and bring her on and get some of her input because most of the time her life, my life does get her input. So, um, I did carry around, there are pictures and videos of me at her wedding with holding a bottle of wine like it was an actual child. Um, had a great time at the wedding. I remember the entire ceremony. That's all. <laughs> I remember most of the reception too. Um, I've known Brianna for, gosh, like three years now? Three or four Maybe two. I don't know. It feels like forever in some amount. She's married to the most precious human ever. He has taken me in as his basic white girl. And I'm so glad to be Justin's basic white girl to bring him all the news about hard seltzers, Taylor Swift, and the color pink. Because that's what he expects. Literally, we had um, a gathering. We had a socially distanced 4th of July gathering social distanced, outside, safe, and if we needed to, we would have wore a mask. But I said something along the lines of, I brought these drinks, but I'm not going to drink too many because I'm going to go home. And his exact quote was, well, you'll end up on our couch anyways. And that's, you just can't ask for more from a friend. So I'm going to let Brianna come on here and introduce herself. So today... I'm not sharing advice. I'm not asking for advice. I've given advice on how to be alone, how to go on dating apps. I ask you guys to please help me with the third date curse. It's not broken yet, by the way, if we're counting, if we're keeping score. But I just want to do one of my favorite things, sit here, talk with you guys, talk with one of my gals, and just share some stories. So what better stories to talk about than awkward dates? We've all had them. They're a great go-to. So I'm gonna let Brianna tell you a little bit about herself, introduce herself however she wants, and start with her story because I'm a, I'm a great host. I let the guests go first. All right, Brianna. Well, thanks. Hey, everybody. I'm Brianna. Um, I'm just Kristen's friend who helps her change her pajamas whenever she needs to after some tequila. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but when I heard that she was going to talk about awkward dates, I was like, girl, we've got to talk about it together because I automatically thought of a couple of stories that I've been through. And I know that there's plenty of women out there who have been through the same awkward dates that Kristen and I have. 
And the first one that popped in my head was this guy from high school. I'm not going to say his name, obviously. <laughs> I don't ever think he would ever listen to this podcast. Still Which he should. He, he should. should. He should. <laughs> he should. But he's totally, like, we're just not going to say his name. Um, and anyway, so he hung out with our group of friends. He was, like, the funny guy. And he was really sweet. Um, he would, like, always make us laugh so hard. But I was not attracted to him at all, sadly. <laughs> but I was really nice. I was too nice. I'm still kind of too nice. But Yeah. Still kind of <laughs> too nice. But I was too nice. And he asked me out on a date. And I was like, oh. Okay, you know, I'm one of those people like, you never know. So I went out on the date with him. And we went, and he was like, you want to go see a movie? I was like, sure. And get this, the movie that we went to go see was called Contagion. Here we are. Here we are. (laughs) Pandemic. Pandemic. How appropriate. Exactly. So we go and see Contagion. If you've seen this movie, you know it is the... It is so bad. I love the actors in it. No disrespect to them. The movie is so bad. Literally, it was like, (laughs) I'm sick. That person died. And then the doctor treating that person was like, (laughs) I'm sick. So you find yourself coughing throughout this entire movie going, am I sick? And here we are today, you know. We get allergies and we're thinking we have the coronavirus. Right. You know, irony. Anyways, so we're sitting there watching this awful movie that's making me want to choke to death. And he, I see like this light blinding me in like the corner of my eye. And he's kind of like waving it, like to flash it towards my face. And I'm Subtle. Like, yes. And we're in a dark movie theater. And I'm like, well, what the freak is going on? <laughs> so I look over and he wrote out in his text message box, can I put my arm around you? And I, I, I gentleman, what a consent. <laughs> And the consent. Yes, exactly. Which is good. It's a good thing. But I sat there for probably a full minute and I couldn't really decide if I wanted him to around <laughs> me. So I just kind of was like, sure. So you know when a guy puts his arm around you and he puts it down the middle of your back and it's the most uncomfortable thing ever. Sidebar, how old were you? I was probably sixteen or seventeen. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, sixteen or seventeen. And he puts his arm down, like, the middle of my back. So, you're, like, hunched forward. Right. The most comfortable spot. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm hunched forward watching this movie where everybody's just dying. And it's just the worst. And I'm, like, what the heck? It was the most awkward thing ever. And so, finally, I just looked at him and I said, I have to go pee. So... (laughs) I left and I went and I sat in the stall of the movie theater bathroom and I called Megan, our friend Megan, (laughs) called her and she was like, I thought you were on a date. I am on a date. I am. (laughs) This is what's happening. And so then I call my other friend and uh, I won't say her name because I don't know if she, you know, whatever. Megan doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Megan doesn't care. Uh, and I call my other friend and I'm like, oh my God, this is what's going on. After a while, I've been in this bathroom for a long time so he's probably thinking was she doing in the bathroom like why is she in there so this all is just really awkward up to this point and I call her and she is on a date in that same movie theater right down the hall from us so I get up and I run to her movie theater and I go and sit next to her and I'm telling her all about this date and I'm like it's just it's no bueno like we can't do this and she's like just bring him in here we'll watch this movie together and I'm like thank god legal Uh, yeah 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 
you know, we're just skipping around. This was, like, back in the day, so obviously. Small town movie theaters. Yeah, yeah. Now they have, you know, police officers roaming around the hallway, so. 90-year-old sheriffs. The same. Yeah, 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 the same thing. And so I was like, I go in there. I'm like, hey, um, you know, my friend is in down the hall. Do you want to go watch a movie? He's like, sure, let's, let's go. <laughs> no, I don't know if he's thinking, does she call her friends? Like, was that what she's doing in the bathroom? If that doesn't show a man's cognitive God. ability, yeah. do it too. Uh, so we go down there and we sit with her and I'm, I'm feeling so much more relief. I'm like, oh, it's not as awkward. She's here. She's diffusing the situation. And then I see that light again in the corner. <laughs> blinding me and I just sat there for a moment and took a deep breath and I just look over and I'm like yeah <laughs> and again on the, on the text message can I put my arm around you and I was like no <laughs> we tried it once it didn't work out it was so uncomfortable which is really funny because till this day, like Justin will try and put his arm around me, and I'm wondering if I'm just like I don't, I don't want your arm around me. It's right. So, uh. it, even if it's on the neck, like I feel like Quasimodo, like I'm hunched over. <laughs> and so it, he just was like, "Oh, okay, you took it like a champ." Well, we we didn't go on another date after that. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So it was just, it was just real awkward. I never thought I'd be one of those girls that had to run to the bathroom and hang out there for, for quite a while. Quite a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. It happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have so many I could think of. I yeah. think the one that would be most similar to that one would be, this was a Bumble date. Y'all, he looked so good in his Bumble profile picture. He was in school to be a lawyer. I was like, I have hit the jackpot. This is, this is going to be great. So I asked him, he asked me, where do you want to go? And I'm like, oh, I don't care. I'm, I, so I live in a different town that I work in. They're like close together, but the town that I work in does have like local like eateries and like things that the locals would know. And so I'm like, Hey, you live up here. You tell me about your favorite spot. I'll go there. He's like, let's go to this Mexican restaurant. Well, y'all already know good. Well, I'm like, all right, we're going to a Mexican restaurant. I'm going to drink, all this stuff. So I show up, you know, I get off work, touching up my makeup on the way. And I'm like, all right, we're going to have this date. And I show up and I get in the parking lot. And I'm like, there he is. He's in like a pink button down, and like khaki shorts. And I think he was wearing like Sperry's or loafers or something like that. I'm like, okay, frat boy, like I see you. That's not against what I'm my one of my types are. I, I wouldn't say I have a type. We actually discussed this over dinner. You don't have a type. I don't have a type. <laughs> Boy is her but type. We, you know, I say I'll give everybody a chance once and just see kind of what happens. Because you never know what we talked about that. The cover of the book, we you know, well, we've talked about that. You gotta read a little bit. Sometimes you look at the cover and you look at the book the back of the book, you're like, yeah, all right, it might be alright, I'll give it a try. So that's kind of what I was doing. So we come up to him and it's like, oh, maybe 80 degrees. Like it's like, it's hot. But I get up there and he's like, oh, I'm so glad you got here because I was about to pass out in this heat. And I was like, okay, sure. And so we go in and everybody's out on the patio having a good time. They've got their margaritas. Everyone's out on the patio, you know, we're in 2020, we're in the pandemic, social distancing. And he's like, can we sit inside? 
I said, sure, if you want to. So we go inside and the waiter sits us down and he's like, hey, welcome to this restaurant. Um, it was called like, it's called Second Day Mile. And someone who actually used to work at the, the Guadis in our hometown, Guadis is a Mexican restaurant. You will hear probably today in this, you will hear Guadis, you will hear Meat Pueblos. Those are the two Mexican restaurants. If you really want to do that much research, you could probably figure out where we are, but... I'm assuming that those are common names for some Mexican restaurants, but those are our two spots. And um, the a guy that worked at Guadis opened that. So we went there, and first off, he didn't tell me that they didn't have any menus. So I was just sitting there waiting for like even a paper menu because a lot of restaurants are doing that. And the guy came over and got a water or ask us for our um, our drinks. And the guy was like, I want a water with no ice, with lemon, and a Diet Coke. And I was like, oh, that's very specific. Mm. And he was like really like short about it. And so what my kind of rule of thumb on a date is, is if they don't order alcohol, I won't order alcohol. So I let, always let the guy order first. And, um, so I just got a water with lemon and the guy and where the guy was so short then because he was like, so you are water with no ice, but you want a diet Coke with ice. And he was like, yeah. And the guy came to me, he's like, so you want a water with lemon? I was like, yeah, I just want a water with lemon. Like I'm chill. Yeah. And first off, if you're rude to a waiter in the, in the day, like that's already bad. This says so much about you. And especially because I am very fond of the Latino community. I have a lot of friends in the Latino community and don't come for them. Sorry, don't come for them. So, um, I was already turned off a little bit by that. And then the waiter comes back with our drinks. He's like, you guys ready to order? And the dude's like, yep, I'm ready. And I'm like, uh, can I have a menu? And he was like, oh, it's, it's by, it's there, it's a QR code. I was like, okay, cool, thanks for telling me. So I looked it up, I basically got chicken, cheese, and rice, the same thing I get everywhere. And so we start talking. The conversation is not good. He told me probably 15 times that he was in school to be a lawyer, talked about how he's going to be a lawyer, what he does as a lawyer. And he was talking about, like, the local college sports team was like, you know how they have um, the people that wear blue jackets and get to be in like a certain spot during the games? Well, I'm part of that, so I get to go. And I'm like, cool, when I go to those games, I just buy my own tickets or I use my parents' tickets. <laughs> like, it's not a big deal. Almost everybody in our state has been to a basketball game for this college. So, I'm like, I don't really understand what that big flex was. He then proceeded to tell me about how he went to Disney World. And Disney is a big place of mine. I have five, no, four Disney tattoos. So I'm like, okay, let's hear this out. Um, a big life goal of mine is to go on a, a significant other trip to Disney. So I'm like, all right, let's hear this out. Maybe we'll go to Disney. He tells me about how he was at Downtown Disney, which is Disney Springs now, and he picks up a girl, and they go back to the hotel room. And basically, she was married with a swinger husband who wanted to watch them have sex together. And I was like, now I've never done that at Disney. So. <laughs> I was, 
like, I really hope you're not judging me from that. And I was like, well, I'm not judging you from that. We also haven't been off to the best start. So here we are. We get our food. He ordered cheese dip and chips. And I was eating like the chips and salsa. And when I say that poor boy had it everywhere, it was dripping down his arm, down his face. He chewed with his mouth open and talked while he was chewing. And I was sitting there, honestly, I was to the point where I was just pushing food around my plate because I could not eat. Because it was making me so sick. And that's a big deal if you can't eat Mexican. If I can't eat Mexican, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a big deal. The only other time I have left Mexican on the table was I actually was telling Brianna a story that I went to the pool and I had quite a few seltzers and then went and had a margarita and I it all hit me at once. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm not going to take my to-go stuff home because I don't think I can handle the smell because I am literally dying right now. So, that's the only other time that I have either left food on the table or not taken it with me. The only other time was because I was so disgusted at his eating habits. And I am not this harsh of a person, but it was that bad. He um, twirled his fingers in his facial hair the whole time as well. Which did not make the eating habits any better. If he didn't have a chip in his hand, it was in his beard. So the whole time I'm sitting there, and I have been through some dates where I'm like, you know, this isn't going to go anywhere, but I could at least make it through the end of dinner. And we could, like, talk on, like, a friendship level, and I know that it's not going to go anywhere past a friendship level. So I could have made it through the rest of the night. This one, I had to call on our friend Summer. And I said, I'm changing your name to mom in my phone. I need you to call me in 15 minutes and say you have an emergency. And bless her heart, she did. She came through. And I was the worst actor of all time. (laughs) She called me and said, honey, I am just not feeling well. And your, your, your dad's at, at work, and I need someone to take me to the ER because I think I have a kidney stone. And I'm sitting there like, oh, man, that sounds awful. <laughs> I'm not even playing this up. But I changed her name in my phone and had it face up. Like, basically, I pushed my phone to this guy's <laughs> side of the table so he saw it. And she was like, yeah, so I know you're out to dinner, but can you come on home, please? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be right there. And I hung up and I go, well, my night just got more interesting again. The worst actress of all time. And I I still to this day do feel a little bit bad. And I think that a little bit of my third date curse is because of it. (laughs) I feel like there's a little bit of karma. But I was like, um... I gotta go. My mom's gotta go get something checked out. She thinks she has a kidney stone. And he was like, oh, okay. I think that's fine. And I was like, all right, so do you want me to get this? Do you want me to get my food? And he was like, no, no, I got it. I was like, all right, cool. Bye. (laughs) I leave. The funniest thing is there was a table of, so this restaurant was downtown and there's a college campus. I can't remember if there was kids. There's just kids everywhere. And there's a table of guys that were probably in their early 20s a couple tables away and I was seriously looking at all of them like sending them mental signals like 
please one of you guys be an actor and come pretend to be like a jealous boyfriend and like please one of you guys pick up that this is a terrible date when they saw me get up after that phone call they laughed they knew what was happening <laughs> and I got in my car and drove away so quick like he was gonna follow me he wasn't but I was just like no, and I'm going to be real honest with you guys. Remember how I said that if you're not feeling it or they're making you feel uncomfortable, block them. I blocked him on social medias. He already had me on the dating app, my phone number. I also searched him on social medias. He did not have me on <laughs> and blocked him on there because I just could not face it. And so, I mean, that is probably my number one most awkward, like, yeah. full-blown date. That's the only date I've ever had to escape from. Yeah. And, oh, it was just God. so bad. But you know it's bad when I leave Mexican food early. Oh, for and sure. And he didn't drink, so I didn't even have, like, a margarita or something to help me through it. Exactly. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah. yeah. Real rough. Well, I don't think that your third date curse is karma for that, because if you're rude to a waiter... Like, that says a lot about you and who you You're are. Right. So, honestly, he kind of deserved for you to get the heck out of there. <laughs> yeah, and that was in, like, June. Yeah. Was it? I think it was before my birthday. Yeah, it was yeah, before your birthday. That was in June, and my third day curse has been in effect since November. So, you know, I was trying to make myself a little better, but here we are. Oh my god. Well, you talk about escape. My other awkward date story that I have. Um, this was fast forward to college. Uh, this is when I was kind of wilding out. And, I was and I'm so out. sad that I did not go to college, Brianna. <laughs> I feel like we really missed out. I was very calm. I did not go to college. I went to beauty school and then just got married. Um, I yeah. did not have this. And then now I'm just like, woo! Yeah. So, yeah. I would love to have met Coach yeah. Oh, you would have had a ton of fun. Well, honestly, we probably would have gotten into too much trouble. Oh, probably. So I feel like now we kind of balance each other right. out. Like, I'm going to go have fun with you, but I'm going to also help you change your pajamas. Right. <laughs> We're going to have to tell that story uh, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so he takes me out, and this was actually a really cool date idea. Like, he wasn't a rude guy. He was super sweet, and I love Halloween, so this was in October and his idea was, let's go to this haunted trail. Um, we have this park nearby, so they have these really cool haunted trails that you can go on. And so we're like, okay, cool. It's like, this is an awesome date. I love this kind of stuff. So we're on our way, and bless his little heart, he gets pulled over for, I think it like his tags or something. Oh, <laughs> like, the worst thing I know, and it was so, he was so embarrassed. But I, I, again, I'm a super nice person. I was like, half yeah. inch by half inch sticker. Oh my God, I know, I know. And so I was just like, it's fine, it's fine, you know, whatever. Uh, but he was so, but then we had to take a detour to go pick up his friend and then drop him off somewhere. So I thought that that was, I was like, you don't do that on a date. No, no, no. But then again, I was a little more lenient back then. I was like, whatever. So we just went on. So we are at this trail and <laughs> I'm the type of person, you know how they say you either, there's like, it's like fight or flight whenever you mm -hmm. get scared. So I used to love being really scared, but when I would get really scared, used to, yeah, I would definitely take the flight route. 
And whenever you go on these trails, they tell you, you cannot touch the people who are playing the actors that are there to scare you. And you can't run because it's a liability. And it's literally in the middle of a forest. It's trails in the middle of a forest. So they could come out at any time. I'm like, cool, whatever. So we're going and we're going down this trail and I'm making it just fine. I'm having a good time. And then we come down to this area and there's nobody out there. And all you see is like this deserted like camp is mm-hmm. what it looks like. But there's like weird stuff like hanging around. Obviously this is all fake. But you know, <laughs> but in the moment you're like, you're freaking out. And that's just the joy of these haunted trails. But so I'm on this, we got to like this little camp area. And all of a sudden I hear chainsaws going off. And I look over, and this whole group of people is coming out of, like, the forest, and they surround me. (laughs) Me! Just me! Not him! They surround me! So you're singled out? Yes. With all these people in their chainsaws, and they look like inbreds. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, and I, my mind just went from... This is not fake. This is real. I'm getting the heck out of here. And I took off running. And I hear him behind me yelling, you're not supposed to run. You're not supposed to. And he's chasing after me. But I didn't even care. I just kept running and running and running until I got to the end. And then after that, we were like, okay, are we ready to go home? And I'm like out of breath, my hands down on my knees. And I'm like breathing really hard. I'm like... That was really scary. Oh my god! He's just like, okay, let's go. You know, whatever. So, and but honestly, I think I was the one that probably made that day a little more awkward. Well, Definitely embarrassed myself a little more, but I think that that's a a legit thing to be scared of. <laughs> like if you're singled out with all these people. Obviously, the chainsaws were fake, but on, in my human brain, I was like, uh. Hell no. I'm getting out of here. No. I, I, I fully support yeah, that. Yeah. I fully support that thought. Left my date in the middle of the woods. <laughs> and I took off. I was on a... Um, I went to a haunted trail with my youth group once. And um, I... We came out of the end and there was like a chainsaw dude that started yeah. chasing us. And I just took off running. Yeah. I did not yeah. think. I yeah. just ran. And no one else followed me no. and ran. And so I was like... I circled back and said, what are y'all doing, guys? I came back back for my friends. But, I mean, no. It's it's perfect. Um, No, it's it's a legit thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, another awkward date I had was just this week. And I was honestly waiting on um, permission to use the name. But she's not answering, so I'm going to use it anyways. So, I was going to meet my friend Lindsay um, to see her husband who was doing like a guest bartending spot. And um, I had already had these plans, gosh, I mean, since the 4th of July. Since before the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. And um, I also had a date, another guy on Bumble. He looked so cute in his profile. He... um, you know, everything checked out. He was saying all the right things, saying he was wanting like a relationship. So I was like, this is, this is going to be good. This is going to be real good. This is a whole saga. <laughs> so the night before, I was actually at Brianna's house. 
And then I was telling her about it and I was like texting the dude and I was like, hey, why don't you FaceTime me when I get home? You know, just to talk to him. And I like to do like a good little FaceTime. If you can't be with the person, like FaceTime when you just talk or talk on the phone. Like, oh, call me an old fashioned gal. I'm done with texting. Let's FaceTime. Let's talk on the phone. And so he does that and he is with his uncle and they have been to their second bar of the night and they were on their way to the third. Yeah, it was 1230 when he called me and I will give him this. This was his, um, his day off was the next day. I definitely do not shy away from a night out on my days off, but I was like, okay, okay. Um, he proceeds to tell me that he doesn't have a license (laughs) because of a former, um, traffic, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like a a traffic, uh, violation. And I'm going to leave it at that because I will share or save some privacy, (laughs) but it was, it was an idiotic traffic violation. We'll put it at that. Um, so I was like, okay, okay, people make mistakes. You know, I watched Hannah Montana, everybody makes mistakes, everybody has those days. He apparently had one of those days. Nobody's perfect. No, exactly. (laughs) And, um, he was also missing a tooth. I don't have perfect teeth. I got a tooth that is hanging on by a thread, but that's from orthodontia. But his was gone. And I was like, you know, again, I'm not going to be one to judge. I'm going to give him a chance. Like Brianna said, I think in her first, she was like, you know, give it a shot. We'll see what happens. I was like, he's saying all the right things. And I could be letting my soulmate go because I didn't like, 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 like. That's like whenever I see someone who's like hitchhiking, I was like, well, I probably just left Jesus on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Or an angel. Right. <laughs> you never know. And that was like your test. And yeah. you're like, well, I'm just screwed it's myself over now. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'll give it a shot. So here we are going the next day. I put on a cute little outfit. I had on like a romper, like a dumb jacket, some cute sandals, and my hair done, makeup done. I even put on glitter hairspray because I'm extra like that. So, I mean, I was ready to roll. And he texts me during work. He's like, hey, um, call me when you get a second. So, I was like, okay, cool. And I, I just knew there was something going on. And he's like, so, I didn't get in until 5 o'clock in the morning last night. And I lost my debit card, so I don't have money for an Uber to get to our date. Do you want to do something else? I know what that's code for. Mm-hmm. Do you want to come hang out at my apartment? The answer is no, I don't. Like I said, I've had these plans for way before I even met you. Mm-hmm. That's what I told him. I said, um, no, I've promised my friends that I was going to be there to support them. So I'm going to go there whether you are or not. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. Well, will you come pick me up? Mm. And I did. Because, I mean, he only worked like five minutes away from my job. And I was like, you know. I get it. I've had a rough night before. I've never lost my debit card. Mm. We'll get to something I had lost before at the end because we've alluded to it so much. I feel like I just have to share this, but um, I was like, you know, I'll come get you, sure. So I go get him and we go. The funniest thing is he was texting me. He was like, Right as soon as you were getting off work, with just minutes to spare, I found a shirt to wear. And I was thinking, okay, he's going to be dressed up. No, I pull up. He's in a Bud Light t-shirt and jeans. Mm. 
Thank God you found your butt light t-shirt. It must have been his lucky his shirt. His lucky shirt. Yeah. 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 So he gets in my car and proceeds to tell me about the um, MILFs that he has decided to um, have relations with after his last relationship. Charming. Because that's just what he wanted to do. And I'm like, you know, that's my opening line too. Because that makes sense. <laughs> So, I'm just driving along, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm. You know, I'm just doing the polite, like, oh, okay. And I'm thinking, this is nerves. It'll get better when we're with a group. And I will say I had an advantage. I had Lindsay there mm-hmm. and her husband that I know him as well. He was going to be the bartender. So, I was like, I do have an advantage. So, I'm again, this guy's probably nervous. I'm just... The benefit of the doubt is just spewing out of me. Uh, like, just overly. And so, we get there to the group. And I go out there. I'm like, hey, guys. What's up? And she has her brother-in-law with her. And turns out we went to elementary school together, which is the craziest thing ever. But I'm like, oh, hey, cool. So, um, we, we all grew up in the same town. Me and Brianna grew up in the same town. We didn't know each other until this, but... <laughs> Like, literally, one of our mutual friends is related to me mm-hmm. by marriage on both sides of our my yeah. family, which is insane. Yeah. And, again... And we didn't even live we, in a big town. No. It, a big town. I mean, I was at her wedding. Yeah. And no clue who you were. I knew Megan. I was in the wedding party. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I knew Megan. Yeah. And that you all all ran around together. It's so crazy. But... Sorry, that just shows how small our town is, but how, like, you can be pretty separated. Mm-hmm. Se- separated. Separated. <laughs> the whites of Fendel is getting the, the white wine. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so we go, and, like, conversation's flowing, and the guy's, like, popping in, but they're just off-the-wall stuff. He's talking about his traffic violation, and when I say talking, he's, like, bragging about it, like, it's supposed to be cool. And I'm like, yes, endangering your life and others' life is is so cool. Good job. And then um, he's, like, popping in about how much money he makes being a bartender and blah, blah. And I'm really trying to include him in the conversation. Like I said, I've been friends with Lindsay. I've known her for, like, a year and um, and she's gotten to be pretty close with us. So it was easy for me and her to have like flowing conversation and her brother-in-law to jump into that flowing conversation because even though we went to elementary school together, it is easier just to jump into conversation with someone you like know by association than a stranger. And then I realized that I'm having a better time talking to her brother-in-law than I am my date. Because we're bonding over catfish frying and um, knowing the same person who throws awesome parties. He knows Uncle Danny. Ah. He does. We were talking about Uncle Danny's parties. And um, so Lindsay and I, we're out of of drinks. So we're going to go get a refill from her husband. And Lindsay goes... So, how's the date going? I said, you got eyes? How do you think it's going? She said, yeah, I didn't think it was going well either. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just not good. And I was trying my best. The poor guy, bless his heart, he was nice. But he was just not... I feel like I don't have a physical type as much of an emotional type and a mm-hmm. lifestyle type. 
I'm not a calm person. I'm not a we're going to sit at home and watch TV and cook dinners at home yeah. every night kind of person. And oh, he was not either. Yeah. But he was another level of it. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to come to, like, Brianna's house and we're going to, like, cook dinner as, yeah. like, a, like... I mean, we've cooked dinner just together. Yeah. I'd come cook dinner with her husband and all of us here. Like, like I'm like a dinner party. Yeah. And, like, we go out. And we don't like, just go and sit and watch TV. Yeah. Like, like or we'll all go sit on a patio yeah. or something, go to the festivals, yeah. that kind of thing. And, like, Lindsay's brother-in-law was like, yeah, the barbecue festival, that's where you get lit. And I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. So... That's basically the story of how the date went. The, my date, he got very quiet because he realized that basically he was on a date. I mean, I was on a bachelor two in one day, two on one day, and we all knew he was getting the rose. And so that is Rocky Davy's friend. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they're 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 similar. They're yeah. they're good friends. Yeah, <laughs> we we are dog friendly on this podcast. Yes. And so the end of the night comes, we all leave, and he's like, well, I think I'm going to go home. So I found out that he posted on his Snapchat story during the day, need something to do after. Ah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because this is not going anywhere no, after this. No. So he was like, can you take me to my house so I can get my mom's debit card so I can go to the bar because, you know, I lost mine. And I was like, sure. And the bar he wanted to go to was on my way home, so I just took him there. And he gets in my car, and he goes, oh, yeah, I forgot what day tomorrow was. I was like, yeah, it's Thursday. Like, this week's flown by. Thinking it was that. He goes, I got court tomorrow. I might go to jail. And I was like, so a second date's just not going to (laughs) happen. Not only is it just not going to happen for (laughs) compatibility reasons, but you might also be incarcerated. So, that one was very recent, and I mean, I wouldn't, it was awkward, but it was also just wild. Like, it's like the epitome of things you think won't happen, but they did. That's hilarious. Yeah. He knew, you knew, everybody. Yeah, the conversation, the, oh, yes. (laughs) The, um, I, I had a sore neck from the night after that day until, like, it didn't get better until yesterday, oh until Sunday. And I honestly think it was my tension on that day. <laughs> I was so tense. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, gosh, that one was a rough one. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, have you had, like, any, like, just funny, like, awkward moments from dates? Oh, my God. I feel like I've had so many. I mean, honestly, I could probably even talk about mine and my husband's first date. And again, have I heard this? I don't know if you have. <laughs> so listen, I am a I love food. I love food so much. And my thought process now and then was I'm a girl who loves to eat. Mm-hmm. You're either with it or you're not. Right. We ain't order no salads on dates. No, no. Unless you want. Uh, unless you I mean, I love a good salad, but I want more. I want my side of the fries with cheese with my salad. Right, right. You know, like don't be ashamed, girls. If you love to eat, freaking eat. Absolutely. And if, yeah. And if the man says, it's on me, okay. All right. Order it's double. On you. <laughs> yeah. So he comes to pick me up. And I was in college when I met him. And he picks me up. And he is like, okay, where do you want to go? I'm like, well, I'll go wherever. It's totally fine. So he takes me to Red Lobster. He Solid. Solid hates choice. 
seafood. He hates seafood. So I was like, why did you go? It, I think he was just. He doesn't like seafood? He doesn't like seafood. How do I not know that? Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, probably why we've uh, only made shrimp when ex- he's not home. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, first of all, I was like, why did you take me to seafood? But I think he was just nervous. And he was like, oh, what's the first like nice place he could think Red of? Red lobster. I, I mean, I would eat anything. So I was like, okay. Step whatever. up from the depot. And I was a poor college student. So if I could get some good red lobster, I that was like. That is one of the better places in your college town. Yes, for sure. So we go there and he orders, well, first of all, some context. My husband actually is not the eater of our relationship. I am obviously the eater. He like picks at his food. He gets like small portions. I, I get that now oh, that yeah. you've said that. Oh yeah. I wouldn't have thought it, but now yeah. it's making sense. He's the one that kind of is like, eh, I'm full. You know, I'm going to eat until I want to die afterwards. Like, I think I've very rarely seen him eat actually. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's just like, eh, I'm full. Whatever. I eat for the taste and the joy of it. <laughs> and the joy of it. We're having the best time. And so we go, and he gets this, like, small little six-ounce steak and a baked potato. And I ordered the seafood platter. Yes. Kristen, they got out. I got a bib. (laughs) I put the bib on. Solid first day. No shame. Honestly, like, seriously, any guys and girls, be your freaking self. They're either going to stick with you or not. They're either going to love you or not. And obviously, we no, that's what that guy did. Exactly. And I clearly did not stick with him. So. It, it helps you get through them faster. Right. You're like, okay. Weeding them out. Yeah, yeah. So I put that bib on, no shame, didn't give a crap. I was like, <laughs> we're going to get into this. I had four plates surrounding me and a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> did I have crab legs? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, but not only was I going to town on my food, I'm a talker. So I talked the entire day, and he just sat there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was having a great time with my bib and you know all the butter and the shrimp and the oysters <laughs> and the the legs and oh, it was just awesome. And well, now we're married today. <laughs> Knowing so. both of you guys makes this story even better because I can just see it. Oh yeah, yeah. I I mean I like I said I've known you. I mean, it's been at least two years. Yeah. It has to have been. I feel like it's been a little over. Two and a half. It's yeah. been something. Yeah. yeah. But we, we've had enough life together. Oh, that doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah. And the time that I've met Justin, it took a good solid couple times yeah. meeting and like being around him He's before he got shy like, at first a comfortable. So yeah. I can see exactly yeah. how that is. Uh, yeah. One of the first times I met Brianna... Was it was one of the first? It wasn't too long after we met. Mm-hmm. Was when we were all. I've told you guys about my Bible study. We were <laughs> at the Bible study. She knows exactly what I'm about to say. And she started talking, and she talked so long that when I tell y'all, a whole painting fell off the wall. This wasn't a little five by seven painting. This was a canvas. It was probably at least four feet across. I think that was God telling me. It was like a two by like a two foot by four foot painting. It would maybe have been three foot by four foot. It was the size of a of a toddler. A painting the size of a toddler jumped off the wall. So I can see how quiet Justin sitting there eating his steak and Brianna just sitting here going to town eating her food. 
man loves you. He does. He truly loves me. He does. Bless his heart. So, oh my gosh. A funny moment from one of mine. This was a guy that I met in cosmetology school. And he was the guy that, okay. He was the guy that all of us girls wanted. Mm. We were in cosmetology school. The pool was small. (laughs) (laughs) If If a straight male walked into that school, it was like blood to sharks. I'll never forget. There was one time... And now as a staff member, I actually, I don't even remember if I mentioned this, but I work at the school that I graduated from. Um, We had an emergency at the school. It was, everything turned out a-okay, like, don't worry. But the EMTs and the fire trucks came. I have never seen so many students in the school (laughs) they saw the EMTs and the firemen when and they came out of the woodwork. Oh, I bet. So, when there is a attractive straight male in that school, it is like moss to a flame, uh-huh. blood in the water for sharks. They are out there. So, somehow, I snagged this guy. And we were going to hang out one night, one day after school. We had, in college school, you have school on Saturdays. We were going to hang out on that Saturday evening. And he wasn't at school that day. Mm-hmm. And I texted him. I was like, hey, is everything okay? Like, did you still want to hang out today? He was like, yeah, I just didn't want to come to school that day. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, all right. <laughs> We've all skipped. He was the bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was he was like a skater boy, had tattoos, all this stuff. I used to, like, listen to, like, metal music. Like, mm-hmm. And when I say metal music, I mean, like, oh, yeah, like, yellow Not chord. <laughs> I know that day yeah. that we were in here playing Phase Ten, yeah. and he was playing that. That's why I was like vibing to yeah. that because it was like that's what I was listening to. That's what hilarious. is that song? I don't know. Ocean Avenue was yes, and yeah. then there was another song. He was uh, such Thirty a Seconds to Mars had a song that I would play around him band because it would like be like loud, mm-hmm. like screamo music, <laughs> and I thought I was going to impress him. So I was playing him. Oh, I would and. So, I go to his house, and I'm like, hey, I'm texting him. I'm like, hey, I think I'm here. Y'all, it looked like I was at a whole crack house. (laughs) It was a place where I was, like, scared to be driving with my doors unlocked. And I'm like, I think I'm here, but I'm not sure. And he comes out on the porch. He's, like, waving. He's like, yeah, you're here. It's like, oh, God. So, I start texting my friend, and I'm like, all right, here's my location. If you don't hear from me in an hour, please come find me. (laughs) And so we go in and bless his heart. An early 20s guy. Yeah, I don't even know how old he is to start with. But the house was nasty. Mm. It was an old, like it was falling apart. There was like a deer head with like ties hanging off of it and He's like, oh, let me clean up. His idea of cleaning up is he picked up a shoebox from the floor, and there was, like, cans of, like, Coke, like, like Coca-Cola on the, on the, um, coffee table. Yeah. And he picks it up and, like, fills up the, the shoebox with the Coke cans, enough for him to put a laptop on the coffee table, and then slides that under the <laughs> coffee table. So, he straightened that for me, guys. Oh, my God. And he was like, let's watch a movie. There was a giant TV on, in there. We did not watch the movie on the giant TV. We watched it on the laptop. Why? I don't know. 
And so we're like laying there watching the movie. And I can't remember how we were waiting for this position to happen. But we're sitting there. We're watching Iron Man because I was like, Iron Man's always a winner. I'm obsessed with Iron Man. I love Iron Man. Favorite Marvel. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, like kill me. Of course I'll watch Iron Man. He <laughs> takes his head. Again, this was a little emo kid. He has spiky hair. So he takes his head and like nuzzles into my neck like a cat. Like, you know how a cat like comes and rubs up against your legs whenever you're around them? Yeah. That motion, but like, and I was just like, did you just nuzzle me like a cat? And I'm sitting there and he did it again. I was just like, uh, and I didn't respond because I honestly didn't know how to respond. How would you respond to that? I was like, am I supposed to yeah. purr? Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> so, oh my gosh, start making biscuits. Right. <laughs> And I was like, I, I don't know what to do. So I'm yeah. like, <laughs> that's probably what I did. I probably just looked at him and was like, like I don't know what to do. Yeah. Long story short, nothing happened on that day. And at the end, when the movie was over, like we were up and we were talking. And he goes, um, what sounds better, Panda Express or Jimmy John's? And I was like, Panda Express is always good. And he's like, okay, cool. Thinking he's getting ready to order Panda Express for the two of us. No, he orders it for himself. <laughs> and then goes, well, see, it's cool on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> I was like, this is weird. This is so weird. And honestly, I'm just going to go home. Yeah. I'm not even mad. And I've had dates where, like, I had this one guy take me to, um, there's, like, a little casino that's just slot machines. And he took me to that because I said I'd never done anything like that. And he's like, well, I want to take you to do things that you've never done before. And I'm like, oh, how sweet. And I'm sitting here, and he was a surgeon. So I was, like, trying to, like, really put it on for him. And I was talking to him. I was like, well, it's a good thing you're a doctor because I'm really clumsy, like, joking around. I was walking and tripping, and then I go to, like, pick up my beer, and it was just, like, my hand didn't even grip. It was just, like, <laughs> right in the middle of the casino floor, and I was, like, mm, let's go home. <laughs> like, I'm just embarrassed at this point. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, I cannot even think of any others. Um, These dates really build character, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah. The character has been built. Oh, I am sure. fully developed, y'all. Sure. <laughs> ready. Oh. Um, so the story that we've kept alluding to, when I said that the barbecue festival, I'll go ahead and share this story. Um, first off, I just wanted to throw this out here. Brianna, do you remember the dude that played at your bachelorette party at Old Red's? The little yes. country singer. Yes. He was so good. Yeah. He, he was, was really good. And, um, did we talk to him afterwards? I, I think he, like, he was like, leaving. Came down and like, was the like, band was leaving, and they, like, saw that we were a bachelorette party. Right. And he like, talked to something. us. Yeah. So, um, he actually has a new single out. It's really good. Um, it's called... Oh, my gosh. Let me look at it. It's called, like... And he was really good. Like, actually Oh, really very good. good. Yeah. He did, like, covers, oh, okay. and he had some original songs. So, like, this is his original song. Um, his name is Daniel E. Johnson. Um, that's what he goes by on, um, on Apple Music and on Instagram. 
if you like country music, like he's really good. Oh, that's why. I can't, you all, the fact that I can make this podcast <laughs> is a miracle because I am so bad with technology. So it's called Drink Alone. Um, it's very good. And I just wanted to give him a little shout out because he was like, hey, I got a new single out. And I was like, awesome. I'll listen to it. It's really good. And um, the chorus, the, the line that got me is maybe it's the string lights, the whiskey, or your white wine. But I swear I saw you smile at me. I don't want to overthink this. But the way I see it, your table for two has got an empty seat and I don't want to come on strong. But if I'm the only one, somebody got to let you know a girl like you ain't got to drink alone. Ugh. I know. I don't know about you, but I'm a sucker for some string lights. Yeah. Like, yeah. if I'm, we're pulling up to someone yeah. somewhere, and there's, like, some string lights, my entire patio, when I talk about my spot to go record, is just, like, it looks like a street fair. The street, yeah. the string lights that are out there. They so, truly make a difference. Yeah, I'm they a sucker really for them. Like, yeah. we pull up there, I'm like, this is about to be romantic. Oh, it's yeah. all get out. Like, my deck, it's like, oh, it's so cute. cute. And then you plug in the lights, and uh, it's, oh. A whole yeah. other level. Yeah. We had many a nights out there. Yeah. So, go listen to it. Daniel E. Johnson, Drink Alone. It's a great little song. It's cute. He's great. Follow him on social media. Just want to give him that shout out because we like you. You're pretty good. Um, so, anyways, one of I'm going to share one of my favorite <laughs> memories with Brianna. I'm going to share two, and then I'm going to have... I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. I want you to share a favorite memory with me, okay. and then we'll go into the media of the okay. week to close it out, because we've talked about boys, but what's really important is our girls, exactly. let's be honest. Yeah. Um, so, one of my favorite memories is we went to the barbecue festival. Remember when I said the barbecue festival is where you turn up? It is. <laughs> um, so, we go to the barbecue festival. I've been pre-gaming, and then I also was gaming at the barbecue festival, we had a great time. Is Was that the year that y'all wanted me to get on the mechanical bull? Or was that the year before? Oh, I think that was the year before. We what? actually thought you were going to this year, but they closed it down. They did. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. The mechanical bull wasn't yeah. there. Because you were ready. I, mean, I was ready. I was ready. like, guys, this is yeah. the year I'm getting on the mechanical bull. So we go. We have a good time. We live in a small town. The barbecue festival closes at like 1030. Yeah. Um, and I was not ready. For the night to be over. So I said, y'all take me to the Mexican restaurant because you know what your girl was trying to get. A margarita, some tequila. I've already had fun. I'm like, well, let's just keep the night going. So I go to the, bar- to the Mexican restaurant. I, I, I did eat rice there. Got a little carbs in. <laughs> and I had some margaritas. And then I ended up at Applebee's. Somehow, in between all of this, my phone disappeared. And my friends realized that Kristen is not responding. So they came and locate me at Applebee's. And Kristen was done for the night. We have tapped out. We have had a great time. And they came and saved me. Can I explain? Yes. Like, what? Uh, okay, let's get... Okay, so there's the unconscious version. <laughs> yeah, that's the unconscious version. The conscious ver- version was we roll up to Applebee's and the first thing we see... <laughs> Is your blonde head sitting in that window? And we're like, there she is. There I am, the mystery is old. There she is. We didn't, I mean, you could see her as soon as we pulled up, and there was no doubt. There <laughs> I was. You. Yeah. So we go home, and where Brianna keeps saying she changes me into my pajamas, that's literally what she did. Yeah. I was fully okay with going to sleep in my outfit. 
We've all had these nights. Mm -hmm. It happens. No, I I am kind of the mom of the group. She is, definitely. Like, going to bed is a huge thing to me. (laughs) I'm going to be comfortable. I love you. I want you to she be comfortable. She wanted to make sure I was comfortable. Yeah. And that is one thing I said when I woke up in the morning. Because I woke up before she even, again, her husband is precious. She said she texted him. like, Chris is on the couch. He's like, all right, cool. Yeah. And um, I woke up, you know, and got me some water and everything. And then she came downstairs. And the first thing I said, it was like, you put pajamas on me. <laughs> she was like, I did. I did what you'd be uncomfortable. Yeah. I said, I wouldn't have known. <laughs> <laughs> But that is a great memory that I yeah. have with Brianna. Um, she, you know, the mom of the group. Yeah. We have two moms of the group, her and another Lindsay. We have two Lindsays. Yeah. They are the level heads of the group. And they do take care of when yeah. need be. Yeah. So, um, another memory, and this is just such a cheesy little memory, but it's still, like, so fun was when we were going to Summers for her Valentine's Day party, and oh, we were driving yeah. there, and we were, like, in the most scenic part of the drive. It's, like, an hour and a half drive. We were in the most scenic part of the drive, and the song at the end, Don't You Forget About Me, yes. what's it actually called? Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, Don't You Forget That's About Me. That's what it's called. Yeah. So, you know, we're, like, at the end of the breakfast club. We're at, like, the most scenic part in this drive, yeah. and, like, the sun's going down, and this song just happens to be on the radio. <laughs> I was like, guys, we are peaking right now. <laughs> This is the moment that we are at our top. And I was like, I feel like we should pull over and someone get out and like just, thrust her fist in the air. <laughs> and that's just where, that is just one of the top. Like when I think about times that you've been there, like honestly, that's you such a good making sure I didn't use your bath, your fridge yeah. as a bathroom and yeah. putting pajamas on me. And then just, just peeking, peeking yeah. listening to that. Yeah. Um, so... What's your favorite oh, me? So, I was just thinking, the peaking moment was probably one of my favorites. But so I'll mention good. another one. This one's kind of funny. So, we are a Bible study group. And we went out to the bar. I won't say the name of the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have drag queens. And we love our drag queens. Mm-hmm. So, our whole Bible study group went out to this drag queen <laughs> show. And it's just that whole night. We had so much fun. And then we went upstairs. So after the drag show, you go upstairs and you just dance. Dance your heart out. I was actually the DD for that night. So they were, you guys were kind of like drunk, kind of feeling yourself, you know. But I was still just loving myself. I was, you know, with the drags. I'm up there just, you know, feeling cute. My hair is all down. That night had a great vibe the whole night. Oh, it did. And do you remember that guy coming up? No, the other guy that you had to yes, save yes. me from. I was, I'm telling you, I was off like doing my thing. I was just dancing, having a great time. And this guy comes over and I'm not going to lie. I was kind of flattered. Like he starts like going at my feet and just kind of like, yeah, you're beautiful. <laughs> like all this stuff. And then he's like flipping my hair and having a great time and telling me I'm a goddess. I'm like, okay. Like I, Obviously, this feels great. Well, then he started getting really handsy. Yeah, it was going to be a little too much. And I remember this. I see Kristen coming out of the woodworks because I was separated from you. Like, I was just kind of like, we were all just dancing. This is probably after I face planted on the floor. I think so. <laughs> out of the woodworks and she just gets in the middle and she just wraps her arm around me and she's like we're gonna go over here and like, I think because then that's when we started like 
getting really close, and I was mm-hmm. like, this girl. I was like, that's how you know you've got it. I was ready. I was yeah. there. I saw it, and I yeah. was like, you know, I'm just going to dance right in between them and swing her right uh-huh. away. I had yeah. spun and spun, and then I stopped mm-hmm. spinning, and the room did it, and I yeah. face planted. And yeah. then I got up, and I was like, oh, someone's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> she was and that's how you know you got a good friend. If you go out, and they're taking care of you, even yes. after some drinks and some falling on the floor. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to get you. We <laughs> might not always be coherent, but we yeah. have our eyes out for each other. Exactly. It's at least one of us does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the fun times I we've know. had. Um, it's just so crazy. And I want to talk about another thing that is just, if you are friends with me, this is going to just take us into our media of the week. Cause if you're friends with me, you have to enjoy Taylor Swift. Okay. So, Taylor Allison Swift, she is our media of the week. Um, I have been a Taylor Swift fan since, oh gosh, I mean, since she, since she started. I have been there since Picture to Burn. Um, Tim McGraw, the OG days. Oh, I have been cool. here through the Kanye. Mm-hmm. I have been here through everything. And I'm a, I'm a Kardashian stan too. That's a tough row to hoe. When you are a when you're a Kardashian and a Taylor Stan, I will not pick sides on that battle. She, Taylor has asked to be excluded from this narrative, so we'll exclude the narrative. Anyway, so that is a whole nother tangent. <laughs> you are Switzerland. Yes, yes, I am Switzerland when it comes to that. Don't ask me. Yeah. Um, but I will say that. As I kind of talked about in my first episode, that my life has changed dramatically in the past year. And um, my two favorite Taylor Swift albums have been Reputation and Lover. I have a tattoo that is a snake with butterflies surrounding it to represent both of those. And when my life was changing, when I was going through the beginnings of my separation and my divorce, the Lover album came out. Like Brianna said, after the um, barbecue festival night, we listened to Lover the next morning to kind of like, all right, let's recover. Let's hype ourselves back up. And last Thursday, I wake up to a message from another one of our friends. It's another Brianna. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we have doubles in our friend group. Oh, my gosh. Two Briannas, two Lindsays, two Kristens, one Summer. (laughs) (laughs) But here we are. And we, I wake up for a message from the other Brianna, not this Brianna, but the other Brianna, that's saying Taylor Swift is dropping an album. And I honestly thought she was lying. I said, no, we haven't had any Easter eggs. We haven't had anything. The Lover era, all those Easter eggs, I could have done a keynote presentation with flip charts and red string and all that because of all these Easter eggs. So, I've always been prepared for an album. No, our girl just decides to drop one randomly in 16 hours. I was not prepared. I love the Lover era and the Lover album because I have such an attachment to it. Because it did come into my life at such a transitional part of my life. And the songs are all about loving yourself. Being there. I mean, me. The song Me. I promise that you'll never find another like me. I mean... If that's not a self-positivity anthem, I don't know what it is. You need to calm down for the GLAD act. You need to calm down. It's just an epic video. If you haven't watched that, that's actually where my tattoo was inspired from. And, I mean, I could go on about Taylor Swift for days. 
But the fact that she didn't leave anything, I was shocked. So I was like, all right, we're here for it. I'm not ready for the lover era to be over, but we'll, we'll go for it. And so I was wondering what Taylor Swift was doing in quarantine because that's what normal people think about. What's Taylor Swift doing? Of course. I knew that she was baking cinnamon rolls because she posted those on Instagram and stuff like that. And I just figured she was chilling, drinking wine, and hanging with her cats. No, the girl was writing a 16-track album called Folklore. And that is the media of the week. Folklore. The definition of folklore, first off, is... um, Uh, The traditional beliefs, customs, and stories of a community pass through generations by word of mouth. Taylor Swift will and always be, to me, one of the best songwriters and storytellers of all time. So, the fact that she wrote an album that is about stories being passed down, I knew that this was about to be another level. And it was. So... Friday, Thursday night comes. I had been at Me Pueblos, of course. And the whole time, like, to my friend Brittany. I, I didn't get her permission to say her name, but who cares? To my friend Brittany, I was like, um, two hours, an hour and a half, two hours and 45 minutes. She's like, what in the world are you counting down to? I said, like, till midnight when we get a music video and we get... A whole album by Taylor Swift. And she's like, oh my gosh. So I was ready for it. Huh, that's a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> <laughs> um, for reputation. So I was, I was ready. I was like, you know, as sad as I am to see the Lover era end. Because it was such a um, important album to me as a person. I and I feel like that's one of the albums that Taylor really found herself and I'm glad that it came out in a time when I was needing to find myself as well and I could go on and on about how much I can relate to that album so Folklore comes out and I hear the opening single and I was like oh my goodness Taylor Swift has become the indie record that's much cooler than hers and if you don't understand that I'm sorry, first off, but in the, um, we are never getting back together, Taylor Swift says, with some indie record that's much cooler than mine, she's become the indie record. We have added a whole nother genre to Taylor Swift's repertoire, and it's indie. These are acoustic songs. These are broken down. These are not made for radio. These are made to listen to and to feel. Um, Brianna is more of a Lana Del Rey, earthy, down-to-earth kind of music fan. And I knew as soon as I started listening to this, I said, because there were some songs on Lover that Mm -hmm. I was like, you're really going to, you're really going to vibe to. And then it came to this and I was like, you're going to vibe with this whole album. Oh, yeah. Like, this is going to yeah. be your style. Yeah. So, there's one song on there that I'm pretty sure Taylor Swift followed me around for the past three months and wrote it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I've never related to one of her songs more. And I would probably talk about that in a whole other episode, maybe one day. But, I mean, Folklore. 
there's a song about the story of her house that she lives in. And I mean, who turns a song, who turns the story of their house into a song? Yeah. That's, That's so folklore. Good. That's what's so cool yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. created a whole trilogy of a love triangle. Mm-hmm. And you f- see that whole love triangle play out. And like the songs, they're stories. And her, I mean, it's good songwriting if you have to look up some of the words that were on it. Because yeah. I had to do that because they're just so, it's not mainstream and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. So I had a totally different plan for my media of the week this week. But then Taylor Swift just said, screw out your plan, summer's canceled. Let's get a sweater, um, let's get a cardigan. Yeah. Because that's one of the best songs on there. And let's curl up and light a pumpkin candle and drink maple lattes and welcome in the fall. So again, wear your damn mask so we can welcome in the fall. That is my media of the week, Taylor Swift folklore. If you've never, if you are listening to me right now, you're like, I hate Taylor Swift. I get that a lot. People say it a lot, and I don't care. I will love her for the rest of my dying days. And if you say that all she does is whine about her ex-boyfriends and breakups, I will send you a list of what songs are about breakups in the amount of the album, the tracks on that album. Guess what? It's less than 50%. So that's not all of them, and I will do that. So give it a shot. Like, it's way different. It's an adult sound. This is her really coming into her own. So I do think and recommend it just for the storytelling aspect of itself. Yeah. Yeah. So I know this was a long episode, and I knew it would be because when (laughs) we get to talking together, we're like, if you guys knew the amount of times when we're hanging out that we say, oh, it's getting late. I got to go home. And then like four hours later, I'm like, it's three in the morning. Our go eyes home. are crossing. Yeah. So um, I just want to say thank you guys again for listening to us. Follow our new Instagram. Um, it's at tequilaing time on Instagram. Um, share the podcast. Share the Instagram. Talk to me. Let's talk. Let's, um, let me know things that you guys want to talk about. It doesn't have to be about dating. It can be just about life in our 20s and our 30s. Whatever you want to talk about, I will talk about anything. I don't have a problem with that. So make sure that you take a shot for me. Take a shot for Brianna because I forgot to say take a shot for me last week. So there you go. There's your two shots to make up for me forgetting to say that last week. So have a great rest of your week, and I will talk to you guys next Tuesday. Bye.